You know it. Move Javante Davis, living young, got room for patience. This is a dope podcast, it ain't drugs when we move the base in Houston. We got a problem, taking off like the rockets. This is three man weed coming at you with topics. This is the Henny with logic, baby. Showtime's back. You slow, catch up, you're gonna fall now flat. It's imperative, transitioning from changing the narrative. You can catch this wave from the Marlins to the Mariners. Doing things you can't believe. It's the three man weed. Come at you with topics. What's going on? What's going on, good people? We are back again. We are back again with a action-packed episode of Three Man Weed coming right at you. Once again, man, I am, I am your middle favorite guy. The guy in between. You know what I mean? The the cheese to the bread. The thing that hold this thing together. <laughs> AJL Presidente, Mr. Grilled Cheese, goddamn it. Say nah. But as always, you know, I always got my two favorite guys with me. Let's see who's going to go first. You already know who it is. It's your boy, Clipper Darrell. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> yep, Clipper Darrell done fell off. So uh, We done lost him. He going to join back in. So yeah. you know who it is. You got your favorite guy of all the guys. It's your boy, Cannon. Back from my birthday break. And, uh... You know, I caught the little slander with, with Hill and AJ trying to trying to put me in a forty and over club. Yeah. That's it. What's up, Daryl? We lost you, man. What's up? Some damn Clippers fans trying to call me. They got mad or something. You know what I'm saying? I don't know. I have a phone or do not disturb. I don't know why, but Clipper Daryl is here. You know what I'm saying? Had a little technical difficulty, but I'm back. Daryl. <laughs> Clipper Daryl is going regardless. <laughs> hey, where can they find us, Clipper Daryl? Outside they, of the bubble. You know, they can find us outside of the bubble. They can find us at the, um, the Great Western Forum. Um, <laughs> you can find us in them LA Street. Oh, you know, no, you can find us in Cancun. Cancun for sure. You know, they one, two, three. Nah, um, t- they, they going to be in Tulum. They ain't trying to be in Cancun with, 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 with Dollar. Yeah, but you know you can catch us on all major podcast platforms, Three Man Weave, Instagram, Twitter, Three Man Weave underscore. You can email us at podcast.3.man.weave at gmail.com. Because we still in the bubble, baby. We still in the bubble. Yes, sir. You're looking good to me, baby bubble. <laughs> you know. Let's get into this shit right now. How about that? Let's the Clippers. No what the? Who, who, who want to start this one off? Who going to start this Clippers? I already did my rant. Go ahead. Okay, so I'm just gonna start right here. So Clippers, I, you know what? Shit happens. Teams lose, but you know what? The way that y'all been talking shit, y'all had no reason to go out there and lay no three one egg. Mm. Out of all, like all that shit you talking, and it always be it always be the one who don't ever do shit be talking the most. Patrick Beverly, man, if you don't sit your motherfucking ass down somewhere, bro, like, why you always popping shit? And that's why Dane was coming at your ass, because Dane, like, bro, you not on my level to be talking to me like this. At all. Mm-hmm. Like, why? Like, you shouldn't be able to speak my name. Why are you talking to me? Talk about, and then my favorite part was when they called his ass on Twitter, say, hey, we can't really blame Patrick. He did above his, 
<laughs> he, he did above his average. Like, bro, if you don't, if you don't get, you be on the bench talking shit. Like, you don't even really be in the game talking shit. Like, at least, at least when Russell Westbrook be talking to Dame, he be in the game and he can drop some buckets from time to time. You don't do that. You are not. You ain't even the guy on your team. You're not. You're not the guy on your team. So you should not be the guy to be talking, especially not to somebody that ain't in your tier. <laughs> like talk to your tier. Don't talk to me. I used like, to like Patrick Beverly too. Like it. Like it. It, 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 it literally should. It like Patrick Beverly should literally have to pay to talk to Dame because you're not on that <laughs> level. Like what? Like what? What we got to? Like what we got to talk about? And then Kawhi. <laughs> Come on, bro. And I know this is a. This is not a slight, but Kawhi. Kawhi, he like like this needs not be said, but Kawhi need to get out that tier of them guys because you know what, Kawhi is a system player, uh-huh. and, and, and 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 it because remember when remember when Kawhi left Kawhi left San Antonio and everybody was unsure like hmm, can he do it without Pop? And he went to Nick Nurse, so he won with Nick Nurse, and people thought like okay, Kawhi's that man. But now nah, Kawhi belongs in the system because guess what? When you sent his ass over to LA, the Raptors, the Raptors showed that they could still do it. You was just that piece to take them over. You fit that system, and you was another piece in that system to elevate this system. But Doc Rivers, oh, we gonna get into him too because I think his ass is kind of overrated as well. I ain't no kind Like you, you put like so. So now you, you out here taking Kawhi, who you think is that dog. Hold on, boy. you about to go. On, hold on, about before we get the dot. That might oh, be no, I, no, I'm, I'm still on Kawhi. I'm still okay, on Kawhi. Okay, okay, okay. So okay. now you 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 running out there with Kawhi as your main dog, and guess what? The Raptors they are whole, but they are basically doing it with the. They did it with a team without you. So you wasn't like you didn't lead them to the championship. You was a part of that championship. So I don't really want to like. Like we was talking, like when we was doing it, we thought that oh Kawhi, like he, like you led him to it. Nah, you was a part of that. Like you fit, like you fit that shit well. You are not that dog. You are not like, like those ones. They are the system. Mm-hmm. When LeBron goes somewhere and he leave, lottery. <laughs> <laughs> the system leave. <laughs> <laughs> the system leave too. <laughs> like I don't care if you still got. Like I don't care who you still got. Lottery. You see what I'm saying? So Kawhi, you are a good player, but you ain't you ain't one of them ones. You are not one of them ones. Okay. Paul George. I don't I don't know who got to see who. I don't know if Doc Rivers got to see Paul George or what, but you cheated on my daughter, <laughs> came to my team, and then you did this. Oh man! I should whoop your ass. <laughs> Playoff motherfucking P. Playoff Are you serious? Playoff P. Are you serious? That's really that. That's really what you're gonna do, my boy. Playoff P. Mm-mm-mm. That meme is so funny, and they say it with the guy Kawhi looking at him saying, "Who called you? Who called Who you called that?" But it's, it's even funnier because. He gave himself that nickname. Yeah. Remember, yeah. remember Mello laugh? Remember Mello was like, oh, that's what he called himself? You never, you, you never, never give yourself a nickname. You never do it, bro. It's it's, it's, 
He put it's the curse of the nickname, and he put the curse on himself. Oh, this stuff. Go ahead, Caddy. I see you over there. Oh, look, man. I, I'm a, first when it comes to the Clippers and this bubble. I'm gonna just start off with lemon pepper Luke. That was <laughs> that was the first bad look for y'all, right? But I'm gonna jump right on to Kawhi, man. And this is what everybody's missing about the Kawhi, the whole Kawhi thing. One, you want a chip in Toronto, and you leave. I don't think we've ever seen someone win a chip and then opt out to leave soon right after. And here's the thing about Kawhi. He only left not to get another ring. He left to stop LeBron from getting the ring. And see, mm -hmm. that's why he was unsuccessful, because you had malice in your heart and your decision. Mm -hmm. Nothing your decision was about Kawhi trying to further his legacy, Kawhi trying to get another ring in Toronto. He never wanted to be in Toronto. It was always a stopgap. It was always a plan to go to L.A. and stop Braun. And guess what? You don't even get to face him. Mm -mm. You don't even get to face him. And that's what happens when you look past your opponent. You basically said, I'm Kawhi Leonard. I'm guaranteed to see Braun in the conference finals if I go to L.A. They didn't look past him. They just realized they were some hoes. <laughs> they looking past. They looking past Denver. They no, that's what I'm saying. They was they they got against Denver and they look like oh shit we some like we ain't it. But that's his fatal flaw right there. So it's like jealousy. Jealousy drove your decision, right? Instead of when everybody else makes their decision, they make their decision because what they chasing after? They chasing after the ring, which is always your ultimate goal as an individual when you come into that. NBA, right? You want the ring, especially when people in the media, they try to they try to uh, certify you or verify you based off uh, if you can get a chip in your career. So it's like, he like, well, I done got the chip in the bag, so now I, I, I want to be the, known as the bronze stopper. Well, guess what? Can I Jamal Murray came in there and they served you up with a 40 burger. A 40 <laughs> burger. 40 burger. Hold that. So you can, but you like fries with that? And this is my thing, right? You're supposed to be the LeBron stopper, and you putting up 14 points. It goes back to what AJ said. That was my second point, AJ. You are a system player, and I always thought that. Even when Pop had you, you could ask Hill or AJ. Oh, yeah. I've never just been up here one on one saying Kawhi's top anything. Yeah. I've never said that. You can go back to the beginning of the pod, fact check me. I've never said Kawhi is top anything, and in fact. When PG decided to come, I said, so what? You so, did. You so did. What? I said, Kawhi, PG, Bron, AD. I figured they was going to meet us at the conference final, and we still were going to win in six. Oh, we were, we, we were confident about that part. You know, I was a little nervous. And, uh, you know, AJ, you know, he, he was going with the Clippers at the time. Yeah. You know, I didn't think they was going to be some bitches, though. I feel you. That that. But can I can I piggyback on your point that you said, Ken? You said right. yeah, malice in yeah. the heart, right? Mm -hmm. And I and I and I agree with you. But can we also add cockiness? Oh, absolutely. You seen I, the commercial? And, and, and like I tried to, and like like we said during the season, and I told AJ, I'm like, this low management, this this manipulating of the regular season, this neglect of the regular season. That y'all just purposely had just get me, just put me in the dance and cut the music on. What what you said, <laughs> That's what they did. Just get me in the playoffs. Remember they said. Remember they said they don't. I don't care about what seed I'm in. 
Yeah. Could have got fired. Nobody would have nobody. made a peep. Yeah. Made a peep. But then no, no. next year they win it. Now he's one of the bestest coach ever. I'm just not feeling that. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You give credit to KG. You give credit to Paul Pierce. Mm-hmm. You give credit to Ray Allen. Yep. Those are the guys that made sure whatever Doc needed to be done got done. And mm-hmm. so now it's easy for Doc to do his job. Awesome. Hold on. And then Here, you give credit to Danny Ainge. Here's my favorite part. Let me, let me just get to the end. That's crazy. Just to say, hey, Doc, leave him alone. Hey, Doc, ease up. Is he overrated as a coach? I think so. Really? Okay. Yeah. With Doc? You got to think about it. See, 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 I said this a long time ago. Once again, it all depends on who said it. So, cool. Thank you, um, Big Baby David. You got to think about it. It's only been 13 teams or 13 times. That somebody came back down from three one. Doc Rivers has been on the twenty five percent of it. <laughs> Doc Rivers had been been three of them, been got three of them things. Mm-hmm. Come on now, you mean to say first off you was trashing Orlando when you coached there, mm-hmm. just like big, just like Big Baby said, you was about to get fired before they made that trade. Yeah, and both people, everybody could get that. You get the L A. You get once again, you get some of the best teams. You had Chris Paul. You had Blake Griffin. Uh, DeAndre Joe. You had some. You had some that. teams. them. And then all of a sudden, you can't. You couldn't get. You couldn't get to a conference final with them. You blew some three-one leads with them. And, and now all of a sudden, now you got this ready-made team. This team right here. Is ready was ready-made. And my point, I wanted to say last week how we de- how we neglect or we try to diminish some coaches that have rings. Remember I said that last week, AJ? Uh-huh. I said we tried to diminish some coaches that have rings because I was defending Spo for you, um, Cannon. But for some reason, we elevate Doc because he has one ring. Now he gets a pass for everything that he does. Everything. Like I said, the one we neglect, like say Tyron Lue, he don't get no credit. You know, um, who else don't get no credit? Like I said, Spo, he don't get no credit. They don't get no credit. Who should get credit? But they don't get no credit for winning because, you know, they handle it. But that Cavs team was struggling to win games, man, and it took some coaching to get them over the hump. 
is that he's been it's been told time and time again he held people accountable. But all I'm saying is, like you say, you diminish their rings, but you elevate Doc Rivers. I would fire Doc Rivers right now if I'm if I'm the Clippers. I'm firing him right now. You know what? You know that's a, you know what you got. The the moment Doc Rivers he try to come back three one choker. That's what you got. Yeah. Are you ready to go? 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 <laughs> Bye, Doc. See ya. And I'm dead. I'm, I'm not even trying to be funny. I'm dead ass serious. I will fire Doc Rivers. I feel you. I, I know you're serious, bro. <laughs> like, yeah. what, 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 what is what, 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 Okay, let me ask you this. If Nate McMillan could get fired, mm-hmm. and he was down All-Stars. Yeah. And still. What, 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 is Doc, what has Doc Rivers done? In his tenure with the Clippers, with a with a, a three with a three headed monster of Chris Paul, Blake Griffin, and DeAndre Jordan, that didn't work. And then you have a playoff team, and then you add um, Kawhi Leonard and PG for what? Playoff P for for what? What did that get you? What did that get you? And they mortgaged everything for that. But think about the roster. I want to see people want now all of a sudden people want to blow up the roster. That's a fun thing to do every time somebody loses. That was a playoff roster before. Where is the where is the weakness on this roster? I want to know. It's that coaching, bro. Because they have the talent to at least made it to the conference finals. Well throughout throughout that throughout that Denver throughout that Denver series. Mm -hmm. Did y'all see any adjustments? No. Did you see any like Mm -hmm. design like plays that you be like, oh, they gonna kill him with this, or was mm-hmm. it just, hey, go out there, swing the ball a little bit, and see who can get over. And the funny thing about it is when they traded Chris Paul, uh, first thing they said was, oh, now everybody can get involved now because now Chris Paul doesn't have to, he doesn't have to be the head of the offense. Everybody can, we can move the ball more, we can do all, we can get movement. Sure ball looks very, uh, <laughs> like you need a Chris Paul now because guess what? That like like Hill said, that team in Oklahoma City, ain't nobody expecting them to go to the playoffs at all. What changed? They got Chris, Chris Paul. Yeah. It, that people like a lot of a lot of places, a, a lot of people in the media made fun about that Chris Paul contract. Yeah. I made I made fun of that Chris Paul contract when it was in Houston, <laughs> but it was it was worth it in Oklahoma City. It was right. Oklahoma City got their money's worth out of Chris Paul. Honestly, they could probably pay him more because that team that team shouldn't have made it to the playoffs. I wouldn't pay him more though. No, no, no. I'm I'm not saying that they are going to. I'm saying he got he earned his money and more by getting that team to the playoffs. He did. But he also had an opportunity to get over the get over the hump and make it to the next round. And he he didn't want it in the end, bro. Yeah. I get that. I'm just I'm I'm like that's a, that's a that's a separate conversation. That is a I'm about to say. Let's, let's, they are right. they, they not, not there. So so um, Stephen A said, uh, Paul George is, is in danger on being the second coming of Dwight Howard. Is this and, part of a new topic or is this Clipper still? No, this, this it's new. This new topic. This right. <laughs> I'm trying to help Michelle out, man. I feel you. I feel you, bro. Good. <laughs> But go ahead, AJ. You you the one been trying to hold hold you know say hold your shot. Stephen A is smoking dope. 
Okay. Thank you. You know, you know, you know how I was saying Patrick Beverly shouldn't be allowed to be even speak to uh, Dane. Mm -hmm. Paul George and Dwight Howard should not be mentioned in the same sentence at all. Say what you want. Say what you want about Dwight Howard. Dwight Howard is a first ballot Hall of Famer. Don't don't get it twisted about all of the things that you've seen and the antics that you know people have brought up. You know lately, but when you wait, when you look at when you look back at the careers, Paul George can't hold, Paul George can't hold shit to Dwight. Dwight, guess what Dwight did? Dwight Howard in the in the same conference as LeBron took a team to the finals. Beat LeBron too. You see what I'm saying? What do I? What do I have? I mean, what was what's that nickname? Paul George. What what he even did? Playoff. What he even did? Playoff P. Well, look, I, I think Stephen A. is also smoking dope, but for different reasons than AJ. Okay. And I agree with you about Dwight. The the totality of Dwight's career, I do. But I think the reason why Stephen A. made that statement is because of the last five or six years. In, in Dwight's career, and he's trying to imply that that's, that's what's in store for Paul George. Mm -hmm. I necessarily don't see that, because to me, Paul George is super talented, man. And I think that he can be super talented. I think that Paul George just thought that he, you know, will be straight in L.A. And what did we just say about Doc Rivers? He's <laughs> overrated. So he didn't have the coaching necessary to help a player of his talent go to that next level. We think we look at Kawhi. He got to the level where he was at because of Pop. Then he also had Nick Nurse, who you know people don't want to say, but Nick Nurse he's coach of the year. You feel me? So he's legit at what he's trying to do. And then you get playoff P over here with Doc, who's with his hoarse voice just saying the same thing that he's been saying since they had CP and, play <laughs> and nothing's changed. Like you said, they didn't make no adjustments. He didn't try to run stuff to go to playoffs peace strengths. He didn't do any of that. So he left he left them with Kawhi on the floor to be the coach on the floor. And it Man, didn't coach on the floor and you don't talk. <laughs> even even worse on, on Doc, right? <laughs> so what I'm saying is, Stephen A, don't you put that on playoff P, man. See? He's he's still young enough and still can get somewhere and make a move. And it, and, it, and it might happen. In L.A. It still might happen in L.A. And this is where I don't want to make it seem like I'm agreeing with Stephen A. But when he made the statement and I thought about it, I'm like, this statement has validity. You think about... You think about... That's not validity. You think about when Paul George came back from his injury. Boom, he couldn't get out the first round in Indiana. Okay, boom, you request a trade. Similar as Dwight. Dwight, he requested the trade to get out of Orlando. Okay, mm -hmm. cool. We send you to a place that you didn't want to go. Orlando, um, Dwight didn't want to come to L.A. Mm -hmm. Excuse me, I'm sorry. Shouldn't have came. But he got traded. Hey, he got traded. I'm just saying. So so then, okay, boom. Paul George didn't want to go to Oklahoma. Oklahoma City. He ended up like, he ended up like playing with Russ. He signed an extension. Cool. But once again, they couldn't get out the first round. And they, he was there two years. Mm -hmm. He couldn't get out the first round. Okay, cool. So then you get passed around again. So now you get passed because playoff P just ain't started in LA. <laughs> Where it started? Where it started? Oklahoma. Oklahoma. That's where it started at. You feel what I'm saying? So then you you couldn't do nothing. You couldn't get out the first round. And it was and you he he went from an MVP candidate 
in Oklahoma City. They was a favorite, the higher seed, and you couldn't get out the first round. And you come to LA, you got you got championship, you know, expectation, and you can't feel fulfilled. You are the butt of all the Clipper jokes, honestly. Oh, no. That sounds similar Each and every one to the white. Okay, I see where you're going, and I and I I can't argue that. I can't they argue. That. They read they they ready to get rid of him again. For the media wise, or all the pundits, or all the you know criticism, they ready to blow it up. That man. The only the only reason why I say that is just because. Like I get what you're saying that he's the he's the butt of the joke, so that could be the Dwight Howard. Just me personally, just looking at like I'm looking at it as career wise. PG ain't in that. He ain't in that. He ain't in that tier. So so to me, I was I was like, nah, maybe if if he leave LA, he might be the second coming of Rudy Gay, but he ain't the second coming <laughs> of uh, Dwight Howard. I can tell you that much. That 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 borderline disrespectful though. You know, Disrespectful, man. That's <laughs> but I feel you. I feel you. He he don't get no um. Can't nobody defend him. So PG you know, is still a top twenty player in the league, bro. He's still one of the top yeah. players in the league, and that's the thing. Like in those, to my point, in the and once Dwight came to LA, it's like he he disappeared from that Hall of Fame Dwight that you're talking about, AJ, and he just became a glorified role player, mm-hmm. and and it's like playoff piece. Still not going to be a role player. He's still going to be a key addition, whether he's in L.A. with the Clippers or even if he goes somewhere else. He's going to be a key, integral part of whatever that they're trying to do. And that's why I don't agree with Stephen A. saying that he he's he's pretty much the next Dwight. So do we? Uh, this will probably be our last Clipper topic, so we can move on. Do you do you panic? Do you blow it up, or you just stay panicked? I, I do. No, you, you, you don't. You don't blow it up, but. You know, like when you diffusing a bomb, and you gotta pick which wire to cut. Yeah, you cut Doc Rivers. Whichever wire says Doc Rivers, you cut that shit. That's what I was gonna say. You cut that shit. Because, like you said, we don't know. Y'all, y'all don't have a system. Nothing. You don't have a. You don't have a Kawhi. Yeah, you don't have a. You don't. You know, they had Paul George breaking the ball up most of the time. Like, like, you don't have an offensive system. Like you say, so you you have you have the lack of a playmaker. You don't have a play when you don't have a playmaker on the team. Nobody's a playmaker. Kawhi's not a playmaker. Paul George's not a playmaker. Nobody on the team is actually a playmaker. You have you got to have a system. You got to have a system. The will is the playmaker. The will is go get the pepper. He said, "I'm about to go give me this this three piece. Uh, Watch me work." Lemon Pepper Lou know his role. Go get a bucket. He ain't thinking about nothing else. Go get a bucket. Like I said, we ain't, we, we ain't blowing it up with the roster, but we is getting rid of Doc Rivers. I tell you that, brother. And that's that's that was to my point. When you say, well, what do you do here? I, I say we do exactly what you said. It's, it's Doc's time, man. You got to bring in somebody that you feel can work with this because that roster is talented enough to at least be in the conference finals right now. And, e- and, and even next year, even with, you know, Golden State coming back, you still have a viable opportunity if you can be coached well. Mm-hmm. And I like Doc Rivers personally. I like him because, you know, what he, you know, for the culture and what he stands for. But the fact of the matter is the things that Big Baby saying were true. And he he was there. So it's like, bro, I, 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 can't, I can't say shut the hell up, Big Baby. He, <laughs> okay. clearly, he 
clearly knows more about this situation than any of us. And and when I stand back and just think about the Celtics run, it's it's true, bro. It's true. Look, look, I, I got one more. I got I got one more soundbite from that Celtics run from a viable voice who knew exactly who Doc Rivers was. This team has lost more games in the fourth quarter than anybody in the NBA. They know how to lose in the fourth quarter. All right, they're just showing us that right now. That was Phil Jackson in the finals when the series was tied two-two, talking mm-hmm. about Doc Rivers Celtics. Mm-hmm. In now, the, that, yo, you're not saying that to me in the finals, bro. Hey, nah, like, you, what? I'm coming like, to what? seeing you, bro. Straight you gotta, Yeah, you're not saying that to me in, in the finals. <laughs> doing the doing the series. 2-2? Two, two? Nah. 2-2? Two, two? Nah, we not. I'm like, not going out like that. 2-2 two, two and y'all, like, like, and y'all down and you just saying, hey, they know how to lose. Bill we good. thinking on that they're going to give it up due to coaching. I mean, he's a Zen master. <laughs> That was some zen right there. If that ain't no zen, so so what I'm saying zen. is, if, if 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 we've been hearing it since then, we ain't just making this shit up. We ain't just making it up. You can you can choose to ignore it if you want to. But since we talking about coaching, let's go ahead and transition to a tr- support a question from my guy Pope over there. You mo- some may know him for pulling up with Pope from the best of the best uh, fantasy league. My guy, he's the ultimate troll, but he wasn't trolling on this one. He wanted to know about specifically the Rockets and Dan Tony system. Like, what's going on? And I feel that was the best. We the best to talk about that because two out of the three out here been coached by Dan Tony. Mm-hmm. What was that question again? My bad, I was writing something. My fault. Question is, what's the <laughs> issue? So, what's the issue? The important question: What's the issue with Dan Tony? In the rocket system, um, there's no defense in it. Quite frankly, that's been the issue for the last 15 years with Dan Tony. So, um, offense can get you; it can get you in the dance. Mm-hmm. You know that's my that's my saying here. Just cut the music on and get me to the dance, and cut the music on, and I'll do what it do. But here's the thing, right? I never said go to the dance with two left feet because then <laughs> you can't do what it do, bro. You got to be able to dance at the dance, right? And in basketball, you have to have an offensive game plan and you have to have a defensive game plan. And D'Antoni's defensive game plan has always been score more points. And that sounds great, right? It sounds great, like if you have a Steph Curry or somebody, but if you don't have a Steph Curry or an anomaly, then that doesn't work, bro. You have you have regular players who eventually are going to have to defend somebody like Anthony Davis. Then you're just going to keep you're just going to keep scoring how if you can't get a rebound. You see what I'm saying? So it's like that's to me, that's the biggest flaw in the in the D'Antoni's system is there's no defense. And when he finally decides to just get out of his bubble, <laughs> add to his repertoire, which I don't know when he's going to do because he's old as hell, but mm-hmm. if he ever decides to, you know what, let me just add something to my repertoire, he might finally do it. But that remains to be seen. Go ahead, AJ. My whole, like, what you said was very poignant. You said he don't have a Steph Curry. Mm-hmm. He does have a James Harden, 
But the issue is he also has a Russell Westbrook. In that system where Dan Tony is trying to put up as many points as possible, Russell Westbrook ain't the guy for that. And of course, Dan Tony's entire system is flawed because when you get to the when you get to the playoffs, people gonna lock down. Points are harder to come by because you playing against good teams every night. And so Dan Dan Tony's system has always been flawed because he's he's really just like, look, he's allowed players to kind of you know slack, and he's allowed play like he's never really drawn up nothing to say, hey, this is how we gonna stop them. His his best defense is offense, and that ain't gonna work. But also. Speaking specifically in Houston, it was never going to work because it's also about efficiency. Russell, like with Russell Westbrook, if he's efficient, that means he's going to the bucket. Russell Westbrook out there shooting threes is a disaster waiting to happen in the D'Antoni system. But he only has to do that because D'Antoni allows Harden to dominate the ball like he's a true point guard. But, yeah. but exactly, and when 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 Dan Tony's system was working at its best, it was it was with Steve Nash running the show. You had Amari Stoudemire, Sean Marion, and oh my god, um, and you and you and you you can mix in all the other ancillary pieces, you know, with that. So if that was when it's running its best, and say James Harden is playing the Steve Nash role as the point guard. Steve Nash was dropping dimes, bro. Exactly. Steve Nash was dropping dimes. James Harden, he's dribbling the air off the ball. And, then, <laughs> and it's like, okay, okay, well, guess what? Here, 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 Russ, you be Steve Nash now. Salute, my With brother. Five seconds left on the clock. I'm going to be Steve Nash. Stop. He's like, let it rain. That's he all he's going to shoot it. He's going he gonna to take his threes, especially. And it's, once again, taking it back to that damn conversation. It's so funny in that back and forth when you see Dame and Russ go at it because he be trying to keep up with Dame. Like, he ain't the shooter that Dame is. Mm-hmm. But he still he still be trying to pull it. But you be looking like, sometimes they be like, all right, go ahead and shoot it because <laughs> we'll see what happens. Like, <laughs> if, if Russell Westbrook beat me by shooting threes, I'm cool. That's fine. My thing, my thing is, y'all, y'all definitely, you know, said everything that I wanted to say. I just got two, two, two key things. Why does everybody keep taking pieces from his system and making it work way better because, than that? Because, they, because they're taking pieces. They ain't taking the whole thing. Yeah, they're taking know. pieces. They looking at his. They looking at Dan Tony's offensive system. They looking yeah. at yo. How is he getting everybody to get these points? What mm-hmm. they not doing is like we gonna play defense like them. No, we are actually gonna draw up some plays. Guess what? We go. I yo. Y'all gonna rotate. Y'all gonna help. Y'all y'all gonna fill this lane. Y'all gonna get in these passing lanes. You gonna do whatever it take to uh, like to limit the scoring on the other side of the ball too. And one more thing, he also fell in love with analytics, right? Yeah. So oh, analytics. Whole team. The more three pointers you shoot, the more you will make. But what analytics didn't tell you is that there's a set time. There's a set time in the game. So of course, if I if I shoot a thousand threes, eventually I'm gonna make some, but it might not happen in the allotted time of the four quarters. That's what analytics don't tell you, and that's why I say you have to take analytics 
with the grain of salt, or you have to take it for the event that it's in. When I look, and, and I do analysts, I've been trying to tell people, but they never believe me. You have to take each analytic stat that you get and you have to apply it directly to that event that it happened in. So it's like, I can't take the three-point analytics from this game and apply it to another game or another team for that matter because it ain't going to work because it's going to be other analytical factors that I'm not factoring in. And let me tell you this, Kenan. When we <laughs> talk about analytics, the teams that are in the playoffs, they realize analytics is different because shit change. It change. In the and like, it, it's, shit, it's shit that analytics can't account for. Analytics can't count for playoff intensity and so and people, you know, coming in with that a little. Do you That's see it. low? Do you see low management in the playoffs? No, <laughs> because guess what? This shit, this shit matters here. You know, you know something that people don't take into account with analytics. When you get into the playoffs, the bench shortens. Mm -hmm. They only play. They only playing seven. the good guys. They playing seven people, bro. They're only playing the good, good guys. Those stars, they're getting more time on the court because guess what? This game matters more. I could possibly go home. So yeah, that analytics stuff is cute. We try. But to how many how many teams that have like so like who have solely built their team on analytics have championships? None. The nigga who started it, Billy Bean, and he don't have a championship. <laughs> For one, he why are y'all do? Why are y'all doing something that was not successful? And but the thing, it was successful for Billy because the A's were so trash when he brought that in, and so for them to just make the playoffs was an accomplishment for him. But it's like, okay, so if it could take you from the dumpster to the playoffs. It had some validity, in the words of it, ain't gonna get you it had some validity. Like you know, you but know what that is? Anal analytics, analytics will get you the friend zone, but you know what it's not gonna get you? It ain't gonna get you the pussy. Cool. <laughs> I'm trying to stop you, man. It ain't gonna get you the score, man. My second, my second point was basically stolen from Kobe. Kobe said it in, in one of his late, last interviews. He said it to Rachel Nichols. He said, "Yeah, this style of play is great for the regular season, but it's easier to defend in the playoffs." Well, you do the and, same over and over. Makes sense. And, we, and, we, and, and that's just the simplest, simplest, simplest things, the st simplest statements from one of the greatest basketball um, IQs that we've known. Ever. And we've seen the same thing happen over and over again to a Dan Tony team in the playoffs. In Even the playoffs, past, like you said, they should have won a chip, bro. They let, have let, let, me, let me tell you this. Like, this, this, is for the, this is for all the analytics people. But you a Suns fan. You know this firsthand from Dan Tony. I'm not exactly. That's why I'm not about to even talk about the Suns right now because yeah. it hurt. It hurts a little bit too much. And I wouldn't but, feel the pain right there. And I'm a little bit emotional, and I'm willing to fight. Like I mean, I like we we can link up, but that's another topic. But anyway, we all, all the people that's talking about analytics. If you look at that Warriors team before Kevin Durant came, they won a championship before Kevin Durant, right? Mm -hmm. The re like. Steph Curry shots. Yes, three points. A three-point shot is great for analytics. But some of those three-point shots that Steph Curry was taking, that's not good analytics. You're, like, you're, not, suppo you're, you're not supposed to you're not supposed to just take a, a shot at half court. That's not good analytics. But guess what? 
and Liz can't account for the fact that he was this motherfucker can make it. Yeah, he was on flames. He trying to duplicate the war. He's gonna get burnt. I'm trying, I've been trying to tell teams for forever. Me and Hill both been saying yeah. that forever, bro. You can't do what they do. Stop trying to do what they do, bro. Lock up, play defense, and have efficient possessions. If you are going to use analytics, use the most important analytical stat, possession, and efficiency of possession. It's coming down, actually getting into a set, and actually taking a high percentage shot. Whether you make it or not, that is going to help you win. If you can have more of those type possessions than the other team, more times than not, you will win. But if you just come down here and think that you're Steph Curry with James Harden and you're shooting from wherever you want or just because you hit somebody with a step back, now I'm going to shoot it like I'm just cold from this from three, then you're going to end up launching the most threes that any team's ever launched in the game and still losing. It's, um, it's been reported that he might get the, um, the Pacers job, and I feel bad for the Pacers. Because they ain't going to go nowhere now. I feel that roster don't even say Dan Tony. At all. Nothing, nothing about that roster says Dan Tony, and I feel did, bad about did James it. Harden and Russell Westbrook say to scream Dan Tony to you? He was there before it got Westbrook. I, I, mean, I know, I know, but what I'm saying is like, like he's been there for a while, bro. Like, yeah, but that's what I'm saying. Like, so I mean, they, they, they gonna they gonna get Dan Tony. And what do we always like, especially when it comes to football, what do we always say? Coaches all Coaches always fail because they try to get players to match their system instead of getting their system to match the players. Dan Tony, he's going to score a lot of points in Indiana if he go there, but he's not going to do shit with that talent that's there. The thing and about it's talent there. He didn't have what the thing, the funny thing about it, though, I can't let you keep dissing Westbrook like this. Yeah, I'm, 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 I'm not dissing Westbrook. But it he didn't have like Westbrook. He didn't have Westbrook just shooting threes like everybody else. So Westbrook was going to the paint. The smaller they got, he was the paint. He was basically like the center because he was the one going to the paint, dominating the paint every time. So it was like it, it worked for him because he had this, the, the floor so floor spaced spread. out. Yeah. So in the once again in the regular season, it was looking like it was going yeah. to work. Yeah, yeah. But when you get when you get to these lake shows and they just let they 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 clogging up this paint. And they letting you shoot. It's, now he's looking like West Brick. You know, he's looking different. <laughs> but like you say, he, Dan Tony did figure out a way to try to get effectiveness from what from, from Westbrook. So I can't just keep letting you kill him like, you know, like that. I get what you're saying. I'm talking about in the playoffs where it's like, like, like you where, said. Where, where it matters at, right? It, 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 that's what I'm saying. Like, okay, you y'all had a great, y'all, like, y'all made it to the playoffs. That's what you're supposed to do. But... At a certain point, when you when you at a certain level, just getting to the playoffs don't matter no more. I mean, they struggle with it's only tonight. The fact that Russell's a walking triple double, bro. He did not want. If I was Dan Tony, I would have want the ball to be in Russ's hand. And Harden, if you're an elite scorer, then let's set some screens and get you open. Then Russ gonna get you the ball, and then you do your step back like you do. But at least it would have been a set, and it would have been more efficient. You see what I'm saying? Instead of just letting Harden dribble, 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 and in five seconds pass it to Russ, he had no choice but to shoot that bad three now. AJ, what is he going to do with seven seconds left, bro? Okay, but also, while you're talking like, like that, like, why, why, why you mentioned that, that's also how Russell Westbrook got a lot of his triple doubles by 
Dribble, dribble, dribble. I'm going to get to the paint. Well, it ain't there. Let me try and kick it out with five seconds left on the clock. That's his strength. You see what I'm saying? And and dribble, dribble, dribble ain't hard and strength. Harden can just well, flash. It is. Dribble, dribble, dribble is definitely hard and strength. A lot of time when he does that dribble, 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 it leads him to shooting a brick, just like Westbrook. He Harden got a lot of bricks. He just he shoots so many, and he make enough that we forget about the bricks, bro. He got a lot of bricks, too. He's not the most efficient shooter. The problem is that, like you said, the dribble, dribble, dribble. We we know that's not going. That's not winning basketball. At all. We just know that's not winning basketball. Yeah, it can be effective at times. Yeah, you can cook up. You can you can get your buckets hard. You can, like we know you're walking bucket. We're not disrespecting you or nothing like that. But we know that's not winning basketball. At yeah. some point, at some point, when you coming off a down screen. Like when you come, when you coming off, like when you coming off the elbow, boom, hit with the step back. Like when you, and when that's you funny that. You see what I'm saying here? And and putting the ball in Russ' hands first could at least allow for some of those type plays. That's at least half the game. But at this point, James Harden been doing this since he got to Houston, bro. And mm-hmm. it's like he ain't gonna change. He didn't have multiple coaches. Yeah. He had multiple coaches. It was coaches there. He. He had a coach before um Dan Tony got there. Uh, yeah. And did the same thing. You absolutely it, it been dribble, 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 dribble. And the funny thing about it, it was it was the funniest thing I ever heard Chuck say. One of the funniest things. He said, I know they don't practice this. No way. That's I know you're not in practice doing that. Like you don't do that in practice. <laughs> you're actually running sets in practice, running plays in practice, and then you get the game next thing you know, it's dribble, dribble, dribble. But we done with them. Y'all, y'all, y'all in Cancun too. <laughs> so we gonna we gonna get to the ne- the next supporter question. That's if y'all I mean want to. Yeah. Keep it Say going. Supporters, supporters back. Supporters, supporters bike. Supporters bike. Our guy, Nigel, simple genius, friend zone France. He hit us with a question. With Jimmy Butler two games away from being in the finals, mm. I realized he has played with a lot of talented players. Andrew Wiggins, Pussy, I mean Cat, <laughs> and Simmons, and B, and has talked about how certain players lack effort or work ethic. I'm wondering now if this is true as he's taking arguably less talent further. Does this mean that certain players we crown all-stars really don't put in the work we think they do to be champs? I'd love to hear what my guys at Three Man Weave think. I'm tripping. Or does Jimmy make a point? Hill, you gonna go first because this is your guy. That is your Jimmy, guy. Jimmy has said yeah. routinely, and recently the report—I mean, the statements have been coming out. He's like, "I work hard. I work hard. I've got here, you know, working hard. I'm not the most athletic. I'm not the best. I'm not. I, I'm the most. I work hard. I'm the most. I'm the hardest worker. That's him. And I'm not gonna vilify the Sixers." Cause he got there halfway through the season. He mm-hmm. was kind of like he he right. fixed the Sixers. Honestly, he actually was the catalyst and the the heart and soul that they really needed. He got Embiid to actually work because they, they respected him. Ben Embiid Simmons, loved him. Yeah, I mean, cause there's a reason why they they, they loved. They didn't say nothing negative when he left. They miss him. <laughs> so his so his so his principles, his core values was what the Sixers actually needed. Because you know we know. Ben Simmons' timidness and uh, um, not a you know he don't want to shoot. He might have needed to be yelled at or he needed that aggressive nature. He needed that voice to say, "Hey, go ahead, let's go." You know what I'm saying? Because he has a passive, he has a passive you know demeanor. 
and we know how um, Joel Embiid is. You know, he need he, he need to be yelled at. He need that somebody that he respect that they keep putting that foot in his ass. So he need that. So I'm not gonna blame him for what what didn't happen in the Sixers because they wanted him back. They needed him back. They know they needed him. They know that he he exposed what was going on in um in Minnesota. He exposed Carl Anthony Towns for not being tough, not meant to, not being mentally tough. You can have you can have all the skills in the world. You can have everything you need. He oh, I mean, look at Andrew Wiggins. You know he play. He, I know, y'all know me. I never thought Andrew Wiggins was that you know that guy anyway. I thought he had the tools. Yeah, he, he, he had the tools. That's the thing about he had but the tools. Clearly, Jimmy was right. He don't have the work ethic, exactly. and so Nigel. You made me realize. So thank you. One, thank you for this question, brother, because I have been hard on Jimmy. And I realize now that Jimmy does outwork a lot of his counterparts that he has played with. And it shows, man. It shows. Like you said, like, well, he left Minnesota, and y'all are exactly who we thought y'all were. Exactly. Y'all ain't nothing down there. Y'all ain't working. Y'all, y'all, y'all don't put the effort in. And I could tell that Jimmy, yo, people said that nothing was going to come of Jimmy going to the Heat. I, I may have even said that too. Like, you going to the Heat? Damn. But I, like, remember, I remember what you said. Go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, I remember what you said about him going to the Heat, though. You want to say it real quick? You, you wasn't that critical. You, you were just confused. You okay. were just confused. He was like, why would you go to the Heat? They're not that good. You know, and you know, had something like you with Jimmy. Yeah. I thought the Sixers had something with him. And, and so, that's, and that's all you say. You say like, you should have said. My point about Jimmy Butler is, Jimmy Butler was the thirtieth overall draft pick. When you a thirtieth overall draft pick, you you could you could possibly get cut that first season. Yeah. So Jimmy Butler always came in with the mentality, "I'm gonna work hard every single day," because when you a thirtieth overall draft pick. They can draft somebody at your position that very next season if y'all are in the lottery, and they gonna they gonna move you out the way. They could bring somebody in, but usually if you're a lottery pick, they gonna give you a little bit more time. Yeah. So, cat, guess what? What they try to do with cat? They go coddle him. He's supposed mm-hmm. to be the franchise player. They gonna do things to make sure that he's happy, mm-hmm. because they spent this high draft capital on him. And so they need to keep him. One, they need to keep him happy so he doesn't leave. Two, they need to keep him happy so and make sure that he stays and produces for that team so it doesn't make it look like they made a bad decision. Jimmy don't care about none of that. He says, I was drafted number 30th overall. I, I, I earned every single thing Everything. that I got because guess what? The number 30th overall pick could easily go undrafted as well. Because with the draft, people, like, once you get outside the lottery, people just look at you like, mm, you got a shot. Yeah. And so that's, and that's why I think hindsight, after seeing the career of Jimmy Butler, this is the perfect team for him. Because their highest draft pick is Tyler Hero at number 13. Yeah. You got a whole bunch of players that's like, hey, we might. Like we might get replaced depending on our draft spot. And he's gonna motor. 
He's he so gonna motivate them. He gonna talk to them. And guess what? Ain't none of them, ain't none of them a single digit pick. And they gonna be like, you know what? I'm supposed to be here. I've been good my whole life. I've been that guy. Every team I've been on, I've been that guy. And they wanted that. You know what I'm saying? It, it's like it's a difference between you like, yeah, man, I want to play hard, but they wanted that hard criticism. They wanted to be, they want to be coached hard. They want to be held accountable. And so they're receptive to Jimmy's nature. Yeah. So it's like, okay, now it's now it's contagious. Okay, you working hard. Okay, now I got to work hard. And I seen another quote. I want to get some credit to you, Donald Haslam. He ain't playing. We know he ain't playing. But, but he said, I'm still working out to the highest degree mm-hmm. because I see them working. Yeah. I see them working. So I got to be held accountable mm-hmm. as well. So that's what that and that and that rubbing off on Jimmy. Jimmy sees you like oh, hold on. Has him as an OG that you need around, man. And and, 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 and that's what and, that's what, and he ain't playing. That's what I was about to say about Jimmy Butler. Jimmy Butler reminds me of the the older generation player, not these new AAU players who that's a be on the yeah. circuit together. They played together and all of that. He reminds me of just hey, I went to high school. I killed it in high school, and I be you know I went to this school. I was overlooked. And I got drafted, and now I'm here to prove to y'all y'all made a mistake. And it's a lot, a, a lot of the, a lot of these kids, they a lot of these dudes, they they was they was top, you know, ESPN top 150. They was always supposed to go somewhere. They was highly recruited. Everybody wanted them. When in in in, in college, they was a, a, a given draft pick. Just and like all the people that that Nigel name, all the people that Nigel name huh? was highly touted. Yeah, exactly, and well, and even and even and even even though I like the team, it's it's also the people he going against. Look at that! Look at look at that uh, Celtics team he going against. Yeah, a lot of top picks. That's a, that's all a, all I, no 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 don't don't get me wrong. I'm not saying that he's better than them or he's outworking them. To me, he I think he's taking it personal. Like I'm on a team with all like I'm like I'm on a team with a bunch of guys who were overlooked. And mm-hmm. I'm playing a team who was all lottery picks. Which is why I'm scared of the Heat. I told Hill that earlier. Yeah. <laughs> it, it just so happened that they sweep the Celtics and they go to the finals, bro, and the Lakers are fortunate enough to get there. I'm blaming Hill that we got to deal with them. One, because now we got to deal with a Jimmy Butler-type player who you don't want to see those type of guys. You don't You don't want to get Jimmy Butler four games away from a championship. And, have to, a, and then I'm you... A, don't want to have to deal with his coach. I think a, a thing that we're overlooking is that Jimmy Butler is is ended yeah. up with a perfect coach for his type of personality and his style of play. Spo has always been a coach that wanted effort before talent. He mm-hmm. wants to work hard for it. And case in point is how he bounced back after the Heat lost. To to he he never wavered when the Heat lost to the Mavericks. He said we're going back. <laughs> To the drawing board, and we're gonna work hard enough so that that never happens again. And that's always been Spo's mentality, and it's a similar mentality to Jimmy. And guess what? Spo wasn't handed his job like a Steve Nash. He started out as a college intern for the Miami Heat. He was a videographer, and he did almost every damn job in that organization until he made to assistant coach, and then finally head coach. So he worked his way up from the bottom, similar to a Jimmy Butler. But now you speaking now you speaking the same language as Jimmy. Right. So now when you speaking the same language as Jimmy, now when he tell you something, I can I can be receptive to it, and it can it can trickle down. Man, this thing is this thing is beautiful, man. 
I'm scared. I, of- I consider I consider the heat like y'all ever been in a fight that you ain't really wanna be in the fight. You ain't wanna fight, bro, but you just yeah. like, well shit, bro, I got I gotta fight now. That's what it's like playing against the heat. It's like I didn't want to like bro, I didn't want to fight you. Like you're like, why are you so mad at me? Like, like well, like I don't want like I don't want to do this. Bro, I told and, you to kill a story. Yeah. I, I never that two piece. Tell that two piece. <laughs> yeah, that's and, and, and to me, when when you play Jimmy Butler, especially when you play this heat team as presently constructed, yeah. that's what it's like. And I really think that's what it was like for the Bucks. The Bucks was like, bro, what like I I, I thought like, they what happened? Like I thought I didn't see I didn't I don't I don't know what happened. Where where did it go wrong? Where why are you mad? What did I do to you? Because <laughs> Like they all like they already came into this with the mentality that y'all think y'all better than us, mm-hmm. and we gonna show you, yeah. and we gonna embarrass you because we think y'all think that we ain't shit. They, you know, why they so scary is because they are already a year ahead of schedule. And so those you know, you know they got, because you know they got cap space, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. And now, so, what if Giannis would have go there, bro? Then we're going to vilify his ass. I ain't going to really. I mean, of course, now because they're about to go to the finals. But if they wouldn't have, if the Heat wouldn't have been overachieving like like this and, and someone else knocked Giannis out and he went there, I wouldn't have vilified him because they ain't, they ain't really done nothing without him. Yeah, but, but now, it, it, but now he's doing something without him. So he now did. he's an he MVP. He needs to go somewhere and stake his claim. If not, even if they, let's say, even if they lose to. The Celtics. Let's just say that and Giannis still goes to the Heat. The Heat beat you. That's still similar to what KD did. You went to the team that beat you. But this is my thing about the KD thing. I know I don't care about it. They won chips without you. And they beat you. So it's different. As a superstar or MVP type caliber player, I don't want to go nowhere where they're already winning chips. You see what I'm saying? I want to go somewhere where they need me to win a chip. When LeBron came back to Cleveland, Yes, they had Kyrie, but, bro, they were sorry as hell. And they needed me to get over the hump. You see what I'm saying? Golden State did not need Kevin Durant at all. Oh, um, Nigel, the, 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 um, you know the saying, hard work always beats talent. Every time. Every time. I wanted to wrap up that state, that segment, that supporter question with that statement right there. But then I know this wasn't on the docket, but Giannis won MVP, and it seemed like <laughs> – you know how this go every time, every time, every time somebody wins MVP and then they get knocked out the playoffs. Somebody want to, they want to criticize it. So it's a regular season award, bro. Well, we got it. They got to fix this. They got to fix it. Come, you know what? The MVP should come out right at the end of the season. What that, the hell? I that, I, what I the hell? I not say that early. What's what's it taking so long for here? Because they want to do that bullshit um, NBA awards at the end of the season mm-hmm. to try to get some some money and ratings that we don't oh, care what? about. Watch it, bro. I've, I've, ne- I've never watched it. I've never watched the NBA awards. It's like you said, Cam. Right when the season starts, y'all should just start dropping awards right then and there before the playoffs start. Right before the playoffs start, because it's like a little. It's some days before the playoffs start, right? Yeah. It's not a week, but it's, it's some days before the playoffs start. Drop the awards, yo, and the, and and opening night. And opening night of the playoffs, drop MVP. All the Thanks. other awards, go ahead and let it know. You can wait for the All-NBA team. I don't care. You can wait. Drop it all, bro. See what happens when you let it ride. 
you confuse the the people who are not diehard mm -hmm. NBA fans. Exactly. Because now, because now they're watching the NBA and they don't see Giannis. And they see mm -hmm. him with his ankle roll. They see him getting getting thrown up out that thing by Jimmy and them. And they're like, bro, how's he the MVP? They how's know damn well MVP supposed to be in the conference finals regardless. Thank you. Not, so, I ain't say the finals. I said but it's a regular finals. award. And you should give it at the end of the regular season. It doesn't take long. They knew who they were going to pick. You just, string, you just stringing us along at this point. That's a fact. AJ, you want to say anything about this one? No, I ain't got nothing to say. I think he deserves it. I just want to say that. Regular season, regular season, absolutely. He deserves it. They, do, they, do, they doing him a disservice because, like I said, the optics is bad. It's the bad. optics is horrible. Especially being back-to-back. -back. Yeah, you're back-to-back. Yeah, back -back. you, 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 you should be in the finals. I yeah, ain't, exactly. You he ain't made it to the finals yet, and you got back-to-back -back MVPs, and it seems like you know, and you home at the time when you win your MVP. The optics is bad on this one. It's but this one, y'all pick his coach for coach of the year? Yeah, who? Bulldozer. Yeah, then one of y'all pick him? I, I think AJ picked him. Which is I why think, I, I think Because, bro, I don't feel like he's that great of a coach. I feel like Giannis got him over the hump. You see what I'm saying? Which is why I went Nick Nurse. But see, my thing is also Coach of the Year is a reg Coach of the Year is a regular season award as well. Absolutely, too shy. But Nick Nurse did well in the regular season without Kawhi, and nobody thought that he was going to do it. I picked Billy Donovan, and I know damn well the team won't pull to go to the exactly. They won't pull to go to the Matter of fact, did I pick Billy Donovan? Hell of a regular season. But Buddha Hoser has proved once again, yet and yet in and yet out. I don't even know if that's a saying, but anyway, um, just made it up. You know it. Um, that he's the regular season coach too. He was a regular mm -hmm. season coach in Atlanta, and he's a regular season coach in Milwaukee. He's a regular season coach, and it is some 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 coaches are just regular season coaches. Y'all ain't ready for the playoffs. Y'all not ready for the playoffs. And it is what it is. And the funny thing about it, Frank Vogel used to be a regular season coach. He's making adjustments. But he also have finally have the talent so that he's his talent. But but now he he got he got ultimate talent. So now when he makes adjustments, it it might work. He might have made adjustments prior, but it just didn't work because it's like that Jerry curl. He might. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I know you say hard work beats talent any day, but still, if you don't have talent and they do, hard work might not work. You see what I'm saying? I, so, I, I, I picked. And by the way, I, by the way, I picked Billy Donovan for Coach of the Year. You did. Be so, yeah. Let me formally apologize for accusing y'all. <laughs> 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 I, I I had to make sure. I'm like, damn, I don't think I did. <laughs> Somebody did it. <laughs> they look the same. So like, nah, let me stop. <laughs> we got him. Billy in the mob. Oh, 100. He, he, That's why I said he, let me stop. Billy is he, definitely in the mob. That's so he, try, he, he trying to he trying to link up with uh with yeah you know I mean I ain't gonna say the name because I like my kneecaps but we had this conversation. <laughs> you know he pick up he, he pick up Billy um Rick Pitino on the way. Yeah. Oh, come on now, you saying too many names, bro. I, 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 I ain't say that name name. I ain't say that, that name name. That name name. I ain't say head hunter. Hey. I ain't say head hunter. I just say he picked up his man's on the way. That's all. You know what I'm oh, saying? We got we got like what's the next topic? Are we? Oh, uh, like? we, we talk we, about NFL. We have week one. I don't care. Listen, I don't care about no supporter questions. Can we talk? Week one, how about the skins, man? The who? Oh, my fault, my fault. 
How about the Washington football team? Talk to him. The, the worst, him listen, the worst nickname in football, in all of football, hey, but one of the top D-lines, man. Them boys came to work. And I just want to say this. I have to Hill and AJ for at least five years that Kerrigan needs to play defensive end and not outside linebacker. And what happened the first game that he was allowed to play defensive end? NFC Player of the Week. Defensive Player of the Week. Like, somewhere, somewhere need to finally start listening to Cannon. You've been saying that. Like, you've been saying that since I met you. Since Cannon Kerrigan been drafted, you were saying, I'm tired of him being covered. Like, and and a rack pole. They, they used to have, before Jay Gruden, they used to have a rack pole okay. and Kerrigan both in coverage. And to Kerrigan's credit, he he's a super athlete. He was able to get some picks in coverage, but he still was a liability. Yeah. I told I told I I told somebody that y'all y'all built your team kind of similar as the um as the 49ers did to be quite honest. Y'all got a lot of first round mm-hmm. draft picks on that D line. Mm-hmm. You know, and that front seven is fierce. Mm-hmm. And like you said, you you educated me on the on the secondary and that defense so showed they, they showed up and that's why I picked them week one to win. I picked them week one. Like yeah, you know, you somebody finally listened to Cannon. Oh, I definitely picked I picked once I realized that um so many offensive linemen, offensive linemen were out for the Eagles. Yeah, and Miles Sanders wasn't playing. I'm like, he's about to get killed. He's about to get killed. The D line's about to feast, about to feast. And Chase Young, come on now. Yeah, on he, now. he looked, he looked like on. everything that AJ told me. Because y'all remember, I didn't want Chase Young at first. Yeah, mm-hmm. I told Because I'm, I'm tired of drop. Like we keep getting edge people. Like we took sweat. We jumped up to get sweat. I'm like, bro, how many edges are you gonna get? And what did I say that? That, I, that's gonna be nasty. And look, and look, you were right, bro, because they played Sweat and, and, and Chase Young at the same time sometimes. And bro, they were stopping the run too. They was able to stop the run. Like I, like I said, you go, you go sure, stop bro. it all. Yeah. And my, you, my did, you did tell me, and I once you broke it down, I said, you know what? That does make sense, AJ. AJ is you. AJ is you now. Just don't just do me fantasy. <laughs> Anything else? Hold on, hold on, but wait. What I said, what I, what I said about fantasy, I said Tyler Boyd was going to be the leading receiver for the and, for the bench. Hit off yesterday, so I, I, I thank you, AJ. I definitely got AJ on the bench. <laughs> but what I want to talk about is my favorite part of week one is Kansas City fans booing the moment of unity, and that's why they got coronavirus. That's it. <laughs> like, bro, like, like. It, it is so evident, like it is what we've always been saying. Regardless of what you, regardless of what you do, it was never going to be enough. It was never. It is. It, it like they made it about the flag because it was convenient, but it won't never about the flag. Yep. What it, what it, what it's always about is, hey, why y'all? Why do you like? Why do y'all keep trying to be equal? Equal? Y'all not us. Yeah. Y'all don't look like us. Y'all are supposed to be playing, having a good time, entertaining us. We don't want to see none of this. We don't want to see none of y'all fighting for y'all rights. But guess what? If it was somebody else, people don't have no problem. Not people. People want to keep all this shit out their sports. But when it's somebody who actually disagree, like when it's something that they disagree with, they don't have no problem with politics being in their sports. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They don't have because guess what? When people was asking Tom Brady about his Make America Great uh, hat in his in his locker. It was like, oh no, that's fine. Did nobody boo him because hey, you're you're a sports athlete and your politics is showing. Joey Bosa, 
Yeah. <laughs> Make America great again, Bosa. Nobody, <laughs> nobody care about him. None. Yeah, but it's but it's funny that you you finished or. What all, all I was gonna say next is the 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 fun like it was so telling because it wasn't during the national anthem. Nope. Flag wasn't raised. Nope. Nothing. They said, "Look, we gonna take a moment after all of that. We are going to come. Like we gonna be out here for the national anthem and all of that. Yep. But after that, we want to do this. We want to show that we're all together. And you like that's with y'all, boo." Oh y'all, like y- y'all told me everything I need to know. Everything. They straight up. They straight up racist. Like I'm gonna call a spade a spade. Straight up. And they violated those same fans violated all the rules. They sat up there and told us that their seats weren't that close. They said that on the broadcast. They piling in together, sitting close. They were supposed to have their mask on. They didn't. All all the privileged things that privileged people do, they did. And and what we see, what we see in the report, all the players and the coaches. Negative. Negative. But and fans. Fans, positive. So yeah. it is what it is. You got exactly what you deserve. Yeah, that's a fact. I want to say two things. Um, One, the preseason is needed. All that, we don't need the preseason. Eliminate the preseason. Yeah. It's, it's all that. That's that was the sloppiest. That was the sloppiest first week of football I think I've ever seen in my life. We may not need full, full. Four weeks of preseason. I get that we may not need four weeks, you know, because I mean it was some good football that we did get to see with, you know. But we need preseason. We need some variation of preseason. Cause, Too minimal. Yeah, because that this thing right here is is a little sloppy. If you want to put the best product on that field, and, and we need some preseason. They need to get some of this rust off. We need two. two we need two preseason games and keep this practice squad expanded roster system and we also need to keep this IR system. Yeah. Keep the IR so look, hey, if you if we think that your injury is going to be at least a minimum of 3 weeks, if you want to expand it to a 4 week IR, whatever the case may be. Yeah. But you need to keep this system to allow these people to come back from IR quicker. The OIR was terrible. Bro, yeah, you had I think you had to you had to stay out what was it like 8 weeks, 8, eight week, 9 yeah. weeks? Eight and weeks. then the second part you was done for the season. And, and you then, only have, I think you only have two players that um, yeah, that, come yeah, to that. that you that you can designate for a return. Yeah, terrible. like they need to keep. Yeah, you say they need to keep these rules in place moving forward. If y'all really care about player safety as as, as you claim, go ahead and keep that and keep it going. Like you say, AJ, I like I like that piggyback. Um, the Ravens, man, they look like Super Bowl contenders. Ravens, man, it seems like. I mean, of course they played the Browns. I get it. They played the Browns. I get it. But yeah. the thing they look they. Make, when you play a trade team, you make it look easy. Yeah, and that, that's what that's what you're supposed to do. You're supposed to put boot on net. You're supposed to put boot on net so I can get you there. But what I seen, but what I, but what I seen what, once again, I seen an elevated passing game from Lamar again. It's like he wasn't just running. He wasn't just. I don't, AJ. I don't care that it was just the Browns. Like he was still. But but still I, 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 I know that, I, I know that. But outside of Denzel Ward, they don't like. Green mm. Williams was hurt. It was well, like. I, Keep talking about Lamar like he can't throw him. I'm not. I'm not. I'm just. I'm just saying that. I didn't say it like he couldn't throw. I said he looks better. He looks. He, comfortable. he looks like the MVP in that pass and, game. And that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm highlighting. That's that's all, that's what I'm highlighting. I've been saying that. That's 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 my that's my thing. I know, and and like, I know. And I know. And I know that. I'm just saying 
these cause these my contenders. I'm not trying to just big them up because they're my Super Bowl contenders. I'm just saying that they made they came out there and they made this thing look easy. They ain't have no preseason either. I can't wait for Ravens and Chiefs, bro. I can't yeah. wait. Yeah, we need to see that ASAP. That's gonna be crazy. I we can't need to see that ASAP because that's a matchup. That's a, that's that's a matchup we want to see. But I mean, we can go ahead. I mean, what's what our fantasy teams looking like, man? Whew, man, your boy Cannon. Got the sweep of all sweeps week one, man. Look, I'm in three leagues, y'all. I beat AJ in the Nuke Fantasy League. I beat Hill in the three-man weave league. I beat Reef in the best of the best league. And I won Pickums in the Nuke Fantasy League. And the Washington football team won. So it's like week one was elite for me. It couldn't get no better. So it's like, I'm expecting I'm expecting downfall this week. I'm expecting something bad to happen this week because it can't continue to go that well for your boy Cam. I'm always gonna, you know, hold firm, like and I'm I'm 0-2 in in you know leagues that y'all care about. So three man weave, I lost. New fantasy league, I lost. <laughs> but I put up points, and I ain't worried about my team. That's that's what it is. And like in in the new fantasy league, I'm going against, I'm going against D White. <laughs> so I'm going against I'm going against D White. So I went out on the ledge. I went out on the ledge. I started Joe Burrow last night. Guess what? Thirty five points. Thirty five points. And 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 I got uh, Tyler Boyd, and he gave me twenty one. So oh. Psh. Come on, man. I'm 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 off to a good start. So even though I'm 0-2, I mean, y'all three-man weave fantasy league, y'all, y'all know how I got down last year. I started off bad. I don't never get too down because guess what? I'm always in this thing. He'll hate my fantasy football uh <laughs> advice, but I'll tell you one thing. When have I missed a playoff since you know me, Hill? That's not that's not I never critique your game. I know you elite like elite player. I hate your advice because you specifically give people bad advice. I never I never I never gave you any advice that I didn't have my <laughs> own. Because guess what? I had AJ Green too last year. Do you think I ever dropped him? No, because every week it was AJ Green looks great in pregame. Is this the day that he plays? No, mm-hmm. this nigga never played. I kept him on my roster all season. So all I can do is pass my sources along to you. Well, look, you can catch us on all major pack. I got to uh, on my team. Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> go ahead, man. You can catch us on all major pack. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, my team is trash. Like, my team is trash. I lost every league. I'm 0-3, same league as Cannon. I lost every – I got my ass with me every, every league. I lost pick them. I didn't even I won't even end the end the pick them like I was supposed to be. Still <laughs> lost. Still lost. My damn team lost. You know what I'm saying? Controversial. You know what I'm saying? It's like it was just a horrible week one for me. I'm still sick of week one. Get week one away from me completely. I'm, I'm like, I hate fantasy. There's no crying start the week two though. There's no crying in fantasy football like Reef and Scrap say, and that show's coming up this week again. But mm-hmm. I swear I almost shared a thug tear. Cause I'm sick of <laughs> like I'm saying, I'm sick of fantasy. Shit's gonna kill me, bro. Like I'm saying, I'm sick of drafting well and my team looking good. I'm getting a good draft grade, and then they say, you know what? Dude, half of half of fantasy thought from from my roster. Every time we make fantasy, I just look at my roster, bro. Face me nothing. Say what? 
Draft grades mean nothing. Stop, Obviously. stop looking into that. Projections prior to mean nothing because I had Brandon Cooks slated higher for, for Robbie Anderson, and I sat up there and text y'all prior to the game. I said, bro, I don't have no faith in Cooks. And I, and I sat him. I went with my gut. I don't care what ESPN experts are saying. I sat him and put Robbie in there, and he gave me the 30 bird. And that's the problem that a lot of people have because it's hard to – It's hard. I, th- I think for, from personal experience, it's hard to go against a projector. Even though like, – like, like, right, for example, like you said, you got to play a heat. Like, okay, he projected to get 15 points this weekend, right? And then you got another projection. He, he he may have a good matchup, but he ain't really done nothing. He projected to get nine points. It's like I'm scared of that now. <laughs> it's like he's like, damn. It's like damn. The projection is like, is that off? It's like they got to be getting this information from somewhere, and it's hard for you to just go with your gut and just disregard that. And I did that last night. I played Austin Hooper. Yeah, yeah. He gave me fucking nothing. <laughs> but, hey, sometimes like, it be like that. Also, with your gut and set AJ Green, and that was smart. That was. Because yeah, look, Joe, Joe, Bur- Joe Burrow was projected to give me 16. Josh Allen's projected to give me 25 against Miami. And Josh Allen put up 39 on Cannon. But I'm like, that boy I'm Josh like, Allen. Yeah. I mean, you got 35. You got 35 from Burrow, so you cannot ask for much more than that. Now, so that's what I'm saying. So like, I mean, if jo- if Josh Allen come out and give and give me 40, I'm not gonna be mad. Yeah, you can't but, ask for much more. Yeah. yeah. But, I always, yeah. for me personally, I always just want twenty minimum from my quarterback. Like, I want and, twenty. And that's why quarterback. And, and that's why I used to always draft Romo. I used to always draft Romo back in the day because I knew for a fact that he's going to give me twenty minimum. Right. I I actually always want if if I can just get double digits from my running back. I don't care what it is. If I if I can get two, if I can get two ten point games from my running backs, I'm usually good. Mm. Yeah, running backs is key. You need double digits from them. Yeah, I want double digits from my whole team. If you get, that, yeah. no, of course, but CBS <laughs> type of standard right there, man. CBS is a brand name out here in most of these fantasy leagues, man. All right, you can catch us on all. Um... <laughs> I'm about to say, y'all know Hill ain't. I'm the Cowboys fantasy, yo. I'm just a name, like you say. I'm just a name. I'm just hype. It's always it's. T- I'm terrible. Like, don't I tell you? Don't ever get my advice. Hill's currently beating me in week two in the new fantasy league. So and I and I, and I always hate leading on Thursday. When you lead on Thursday, <laughs> next week, it give, give you so much hope, don't it? Yeah, Sunday coming. Sunday coming. <laughs> you know what's crazy? I always hate leading on Thursdays, and then I always hate losing on Thursday. Every time I'm losing on Thursday, it's over me. No, 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 no. I hate, I hate, I hate, win, I hate winning after Sunday and all my players play, and then somebody got a Monday night player. Oh my oh. gosh, that's the worst, bro. Like fuck, and it's like worst. you always like they like you they like go, they always oops. ball out like yeah, ball, like you go go dumb on me right now. Like of all weeks, this is the week you go dumb. <laughs> yeah, those those the games that hurt because like I said, they don't do nothing to they don't do nothing for three quarters. They don't never that player that you always watch. They'll do nothing for three quarters. You like, yeah, you know, I can roll up. I can go to sleep. Next Bro, thing you know, I, 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 will, I will, I will, I will never forget. It was 2015. Kev was living with me. I was playing him in the championship. Wow. Bro, I was, I was down. I mean, I was up five points. Ravens got the ball on the one yard line. Mark Ingram ain't this shit all game. 
They put him in. <laughs> he scores from the one yard line. Ninety nine yards, bro. Yeah, I'm yeah. like, but yeah. Hey, remember when I tied Cannon in the playoffs? Oh yeah, yeah. Oh that 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 is was a hard Monday game. night game. Monday night yeah. game. And all you needed was one more point, and all I, needed I don't think I would made the playoffs, but because we tied, I ended up making the playoffs. No, we was no, we was in the playoffs. That was first oh, round. They won the playoff game. But you went, you you end up winning because you had more regular season points than I had. All points matter. That's your motto. Exactly. Why you think that? Where you think that came from? Yeah, I mean it's true. All points matter, man. All points matter. Well, we we we. Yeah, we can close it. Well, you know y'all catch us on all major podcast platforms: Three Man Weave, Instagram, Twitter, Three Man Weave underscore. You can email us at podcast.3.man.weave at gmail.com. I'm Hill. That's AJ. That's Cannon. We out. Yes, sir. Set your ass on fire. Real P. Right. Set your ass on fire. Set your ass on fire. Real P. Right. Set Pull up your skirt, let your butt cheeks loose. Your girl's gone off the handy stunners, tastes like juice. Bad bitches on the floor, bend it over some. It's Mr. Rice workout, this ain't no holding a cup. Know what you did now, which is.